Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix and Michelle Mix of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy, verse 2, and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix and Michelle Mix. Welcome, everyone. We're excited to be here today. And we're here from 14th Street Ministries. I am your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, Michael R. Mix. And our subject tonight is what we believe. Okay, how about if I open up with prayer real quick? All right. So our Father, God, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of his calling and what riches of the glory of his inheritance is in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. So, Father, we pray that you would open the hearts of the lost as we present the gospel of grace and that they would know that this gift is for them if they would believe. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, let your will be done in us. Amen. Okay, our um, uh, subject today is what we believe, what we believe is 14th Street Ministries, the Word of God, of course. We at 14th Street Ministries believe that all saints should read and study the Word or the whole Bible. The entire Bible is for us. Uh, so in Second Timothy three sixteen, um, it was telling us that the all Scripture was given by inspiration of God, um, and it's uh, profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And Second Timothy two fifteen, what's that say? Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly. Dividing the word of of truth. So, if we're to if we're to look at that, would we say that this verse um, it really illustrates the need for understanding that the word um, or the meanings of the words that they um, can change, uh, but we must be ever on guard to make sure that we're not misapplying or twisting uh, the scripture, even when we're trying to teach the truth. And just remember, the words don't change. Your words. And the uh, King James Version that we use, the authorized King James Version, mean what they mean, what they say, and well, they don't, and, and, and they don't change. And you bring up um, King James Version. So, one thing when we while we go through all of um, our studies here, we're going to refer to the King James Version. Um, and why do we do that? Why why is that what we've chosen to do? Well, we believe it's. Uh, We'll go through this list that we have of what we believe, and that answer will be in there, okay? Okay. Um, the scriptures say that God has a twofold purpose, and we need to understand this, what, what the purpose of God is. And the only way to understand it is to understand and read and rightly divide the word of truth. In Acts uh, 3.21, who the heavens must receive until the time of restitution of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. That whom, by the the way, is the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And secondly, the in Romans 16, 25, now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. That's Paul's gospel that was given to him by the, by the revelations from the risen Christ and the uh, preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelations of the mystery was kept secret since the world began. And um, God gives us threefold divisions in the Bible. And it's times past. Michelle, would you read uh, Ephesians 2, 11 through 12? That's Ephesians 2, 11 through 12. Sure. So, wherefore, remember that ye being in times past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at the time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without uh, God in the world. So actually, if I can just throw in a thought there, um, when, when we're talking about this, this makes the principle regarding Gentiles very specific. Um, and a lot of times I think we read that verse and we really don't think of that, uh, that we're seeing that that not only were they without Christ before conversion, they were also aliens from Israel. Now, Israel falls, um, as we read in Acts 28, um, that's when Israel fell. And so we're now with this age of grace, they, which are the Jews, they have to come to salvation the same way as we do, as the Gentiles. So they have to come the same way through the blood of Christ. Right. And um, and the second one is the but now, which is this age of grace is but now. Michelle, would you read uh, Ephesians 2.13 for us, please? Sure. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Because of Christ's death, burial, and resurrection on the cross, now the Gentiles have an opportunity to, for salvation because of God's mercy. And then we have the ages to come. And by the way, we're going to study times past in our next uh, program next Tuesday. And then we'll continue on in ages to come. And then we'll go into uh, uh, or the times past, but now and ages to come. But ages to come, Michelle, would you read uh, Ephesians 2, 7? That in the ages to come... He might shew the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. God's desire is, is our desire in this dispensation of grace. And that desire is in 1 Timothy 2.4, who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ tells us through the Apostle Paul that the measure of a man's successful ministry is the dispensation of grace, which is written down in Second uh, Timothy 2.2. All the things that thou hast heard of me, this is the doctrine that Paul was given from the risen Christ, among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. That's our mission. We, we here at 14th Street Ministries are committed to this ministry. 
in 2 Timothy 2.2. The goal is to commit the doctrine to faithful men, and these faithful men will teach and commit the doctrine to other faithful men. So the message of grace will continue to go out into our area and around the world. And, and, and go ahead. Looking at that, um, just to um, you know, have our listeners understand more where we're coming from and why we want to uh, spread this word um, about the dispensation of grace. Can you give us a little bit of a background on the dispensation of grace, as far as um, how to understand it, if you've never heard of that? Of why well, we're, we're why we're teaching that? Yeah, we're in the in the age age of grace, uh, Saul was called out and he became Paul and he was to be, to go to the Gentiles. God is dealing with man in a different way through, through uh, mercy. He goes now to the Gentiles before there was a wall between the Jew and the Gentile. And the only way that you could get salvation is to go and become a Jew and follow their teachings. Today, in the age of grace, this dispensation, and, and dispensation means hand out, give out this information, this age of grace, um, uh, we've, come, we've come to, we're, we're now at a point where it's faith plus nothing. Yes. And, and this, the mercy God's mercy and this grace is given to the Gentiles and the Jews. So it's a different dispensation. And there's about five different dispensations through, through the Bible and through time. Okay, that helps to better understand that. Okay. Um, let's go down this list of um, uh, what we believe at 14th Street Ministries. The verbal inspiration, the verbal inspiration and the plenary authority of the Bible, that means absolute authority. Michelle, would you read uh, 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17? Sure. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. We study the authorized King James Version is an accurate translation of the preserved word of God in the English language. We, be, we believe God can re preserve his word through copy after copy after copy. And we believe that the King James is the copy that God wants us to use in this age of grace. And and I'll jump in there, uh, you know, with a background of, you know, working with a lot of people in the ministry. Uh, that's one thing that I we you hear a lot is, well, I don't want to use the King James because um, I can't read it. So how would you explain to us how we can use the King James if some people feel that they can't understand it? Actually, they need to get into the Word and not read the Word, but study the Word and rightly divide it and understand it says what it says. And if you don't understand something, God interprets His Word. 
So if you don't understand, you stand it, continue on, and someplace along the line, the Holy Spirit will teach you and give you that understanding. So when I'm reading uh, Thou and Art and all of that, it uh, eventually come to me that I'll start understanding understanding yeah. the language of the King James Version. Yeah, right. You'll understand it and, and understand you have to know the words like when it says the gospel. That's not a gospel. It's the gospel, which is one gospel. And uh, what the A's mean is and these and thou's and those. <laughs> so, but if you open your mind, if, if you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, you'll understand it. Yes. Because God wants you to understand it. So, so he'll prepare that way. That's right. Okay, we believe in the eternal trinity of the Godhead. Shall would you read First uh, Timothy two five? For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. There's only one God. There's no other gods. Any other God is a man-made God. And if he's a man-made, he's not a God. So there's only one God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Okay, let's go on down here to number three. We believe in the eternal deity, the virgin birth, birth. The virgin birth is very important. Vicarious death, that means, vicarious means somebody else took somebody else's place. And spotless humanity of the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, he was a perfect human. He was 100% human. He's also 100% God. But he was a perfect human. Well, and then I look at, I remember um, when you talk about that vicarious death, that um, it does remind me, um, you know, of a saying that I've heard that says, um, the, the cross that cost my Lord his life has given me mine. That's and you right. say vicarious means replacing who was to be on that cross. So he did that for me. That's right. And the power is in his resurrection. The power for you to have eternal life. Michelle, would you read uh, Philippians 2, 6 through 9? Philippians 2, 6 through 9. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. And remember that um, in Matthew, when, when you read Matthew, Matthew looked at him as a servant. Okay. Um, let's go on. Any questions there? Okay, nope. go on to number four. Okay. Mankind by nature is sinful and under the condemnation of God. Men are born sinners, and because they're born sinners, they sin. And there's no hope for them apart from the cross. Okay. Michelle, would you read um, Romans 3, 24 through 28? 
Uh, let's see. Oh, no. Um, Ephesians, uh, how about Ephesians 2, 1 two, through 3? 1 to 3? Yeah. Okay. I happen yes. to have that. I happen okay. to have that here. So. Oh, good. Yeah, I'll read that. Uh, I'll read that for, uh, we have a few minutes and then we'll go to break. So we'll, I'll, I'll close with this one. And you hath be, he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in times past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Are, you, are we going and to break? I believe it goes on to say, um, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. And that's one, one reason you need salvation is to avoid the wrath of God. Because we can't help it. We were born that way. That's right. Did you say what's going on a break? Yeah, uh, well, in a, in a few moments, we're going to come back, and I believe at that point, we're going to be at number five um, of what we're, what we're studying as our 14th Street Ministries Statement of Faith, and we'll come back and talk about uh, personal salvation uh, by God's grace. So we'll come back um, in just a little bit for that. I want to walk in the way of my Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. As we continue on life's journey, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be. And there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Senior Straight Talk with hosts Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry. Seniors deserve to have a purposeful and passionate, fulfilling life and we'll bring you the information that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or your favorite podcast platform. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America. 
are listening to the radio program, Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Michael R. Mix at 14thStreetMinistries.com. Now back to Why Paul? And welcome back uh, from our break. And Michael, it looks like we are at number five. Okay. Uh, it's personal salvation is by God's grace through faith alone, not of works, but through faith alone in the crucified, risen, and glorified Christ. It's not by works. It's not works plus faith. It's faith and faith alone. And when Christ died on the cross, shed his blood, it was absolutely perfect for our salvation. Michelle, would you read? Um, go ahead. Yeah, um, I, that's why I was just going to kind of throw in there is that when we're going through this and we're we're saying that it has to be, you know, our personal salvation by God's grace, how do we know that? Well, we know it from His Word, and, and that's one thing that um, that we like to make sure we do is we have really the proof of where we're getting that. So, for this one, if we read Romans 3, 24 through 28... That says, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a, a proposition, proposition through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God to declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Propitiation. Pro- and pro- propitiation means satisfied. In other okay. words, with he was satisfied with God's, with a Christ. Uh, so I, I'm going to read that sentence over because okay. I want to make sure I say that. You said propitiate. <laughs> <laughs> Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation. Yes. Propitiation. Through faith in his blood. Yeah. Uh, and then the last part of that is. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. I think that's important. Yeah, it is. And um, read one more, uh, if you would, and it's, uh, it's Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. Okay. Uh, and And this... This is this is what we we believe that first we believe we're sinners. Then we believe that Jesus Christ died for our sins, shed his blood, was buried, and rose again the third day. Would you read um, Corinthians First uh, uh, Corinthians fifteen one through four? Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again, the third day, according to the scriptures. If you believe that in your heart, the, the word of God says you become a new creation, a new creature. Okay. 
and you be and you become sons of God and you're sealed by the Holy Spirit. Okay. And that's so that's um what uh, it's meaning when people say, you know, the saying that they say, once saved, always saved. And that's our that's where we're getting that from. Yeah, and the um, uh, when it comes to salvation, you don't say, well, I just take Jesus in my heart or something like that. You have to believe in his death, burial, and resurrection because the power is in the resurrection. Let's go to um, uh, number six. The eternal security of all the saved. Once you're saved, you're always saved. Uh, Michelle, would you read um, Romans um, 8? 8, 29 through 34. Okay. For whom he did foreknown, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, when he did predestinate them also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we say these to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spareth not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Uh, when, when it comes to predestination, we are not predestined. Jesus, before, before creation, Christ was predestined. His, his life, uh, life and ministry on the earth, his, his total uh, will and everything is predestined. And we get into that predestination by being in Christ. So he's predestined to go to the final end. And we join that predestination with him. So we're not chosen uh, we're not chosen. One man's chosen to go to hell and one man's chosen to go to heaven. It's in Christ. So everything is in Christ. That makes sense? Yes. If it doesn't, say so. Yes. If it doesn't, they can call in and ask us because we'll be glad to take any questions. Yeah, and they can go to our website and, and ask the questions and we will um, answer the questions. Plus, they can go to our website and if they want this uh, timeline chart, we'll send it to them for free. Yes. And just go to our website and uh, they can request that. Right. Okay. Number seven, the personality and deity of the Holy Spirit. Michelle, would you read First um, uh, Corinthians twelve thirteen? Okay. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. Okay. Holy Spirit is, is God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Okay, number eight. The essential unity of all believers of the present dispensation as members 
of one true church, the body of Christ. We're all members of one body, and Christ is building this body. And when we're, when we're raptured out, when the, when the church is taken out, our citizenship is in heaven, and we take up our positions in heaven. And it's one body. Under Christ, Christ is the head. And w- would we say that um, it, it would be fair to say that, you know, we, we, there are a lot of different churches, um, but if we're going by the belief of our salvation, of believing in, you know, God the Father and that he died on the cross for us, uh, we all become one church. We're, we're one body. We're not, we're not a denomination. We're not a religion. We are part of one body, and we're members of that body. I'm not a member of so-and-so church or whatever. I'm a member of the body of Christ. So if somebody asks me what, what, I, what do I belong to, I belong to the body of Christ. Okay. Where are we at here? On? I think we're at number nine. Number nine. Okay, this is uh, gets a lot of controversy on this one. The sign gifts. The sign gifts at, of the Acts period were temporary in character and have ceased. And all these all these sign gifts have 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 passed away. And what and what does that mean? Uh, like speaking in tongues and and um, healings and bringing people back to life and all those those gifts have ceased. If you read um, 1 Corinthians 13, 8 to 13, would you do that? Okay. Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesize in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abideth in faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. And charity, of course, means love. Yes. Okay. Okay, number 10, uh, the privilege and duty of all the saved to walk by faith as children of light. And it gives us instructions on how to walk. We get in, we, we get into Paul's epistles, Romans through Philemon, it tells us how to walk in this new, this new life that we have. And you get into Romans and Ephesians, uh, where you get your doctrines from or whatever. Um, Michelle, would you read um, Ephesians uh, 5.11? And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but wa- rather reprove them. Yeah, we know that we know that in the in the body of Christ you have people coming in spreading false doctrine. 
Okay. And we we and if, if we understand if we understand sound doctrine and we learn sound doctrine, we study sound doctrine, we won't be deceived. Okay, we'll go on to what are we at? Eleven. Yes. All believers are made members of the body of Christ by one divine baptism. That baptism is a spiritual baptism by which also they are identified with Christ in his death, in his burial, and his resurrection. In light of um, 1 Corinthians one seventeen, it gives a couple other verses there. We affirm that water baptism has no place in God's spiritual program for the body of Christ in this dispensation of grace. Shall so would you read these two uh, verses, Ephesians 4, 5? Okay. Ephesians 4, 5 says, One Lord, one faith, one baptism. And that's a spiritual baptism. We're baptized into Christ. That's a spiritual baptism. It's not water. Uh, how about reading Colossians uh, 2.12? Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. When we, when we believe the gospel, the gospel, we become a new creation. We go through the death, the burial, and the resurrection just like Christ did, spiritually. That's how we join Christ in death, burial, and resurrection. And of course, the power is in the resurrection. That's our great hope, is that resurrection. Now, on this one, um, we know that this is one that um, a lot of people, you know, would get confused with or wonder about, is that baptism? Because we do still practice, uh, you know, people getting baptized. We do that to we, we, be a witness. No, we don't do it. At 14th Street Ministries, we don't do that because that water baptism is for Israel, for the little flock, what's called the little flock. And, and John the Baptist, that was times past for Israel. And John the Baptist is calling out this little flock, this true Israel. Christ is baptized He's identifying with this uh, little flock. He becomes the shepherd of this little flock, and that's Israel. That's earthly, and they're going to continue, and they're going to be, when Christ returns, they will be part of the hierarchy of this thousand-year reign of Christ. And they're, and they're, and and in in the Jewish tradition, the priests had to be washed clean, and that's with water. Okay? Get that? Yes. Okay. Well, it definitely is, is something that we always want to clarify because that is something that, you know, a topic just like the King James Version that comes up, and, you know, for, and it's, it's, not, it's good for people to understand what it's talking about. And, and you always, that's why we write you divided, because it, you go into times past, who wrote it, 
Who's it written to? Who's it talking about? And you go into Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's talking about Israel. Christ said, go only to the house of Israel. Do not go to the Gentiles. Go only to the Jews. That's a commandment from Christ when he walked on the earth to his apostles. And, and if you understand the end, you have the earthly kingdom and you have the heavenly kingdom. He's building the earthly kingdom and through the body of Christ, he's building the heavenly kingdom. Yeah, and it's good to, um, you know, bring all of this to to that understanding, especially knowing that, uh, especially in here that, um, you know, we say, why Paul? Um, he's writing this to help Timothy do his ministry. So he's helping him to know how to study the Bible, be that approved workman, um, that he wants him to go out to do that and make sure that he's doing it correctly. Um, so I think that's where he's giving us, um, you know, he's given us this, this information so that, um, you know, Timothy, that's what he was doing, giving him that to go out and be that workman. Yeah, and, it's, and we always remember, it's God's word. Whatever Paul has written down is inspired of God. So it's God's word to us through Paul. And it's not, uh, Paul doesn't sit down and say, well, I think, let's see, what can I write about today? Paul sat down and wrote down what, what the Holy Spirit told him to write, inspired of God. Okay? Yes. So it's it's good to know. It's good to know understand why, you know, why things are written in the Bible. It's not just something we're just reading or a story that it's being just read. Yeah, it's it's the word of God and it's it's instructions for us. Instructing us how to live and how, what to believe and it's about God for God, about God and God's word. And before we wrap up, before this last break, uh, always remember that you can also go to Facebook. Uh, go to Facebook, um, uh, 14th Street Ministries Online Bible Study, and you can also request uh, more information and also this chart. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be happy to send it to you, uh, mail that to you free And it's charge. free. Free. And it's free. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And, uh, and then when you have that, you could follow along with us as we go through this series. Yeah, and we're starting on that next week, next Tuesday. Yes. At 7 o'clock. So if you go to our Facebook, well, actually, I'll, I'll put a picture on there so that they see what we will be sending them. I'll have that on there. And then when we come back from break, we're going to go into the resurrection. All of right. The body. We'll see you after the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. 
We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings at the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for voice america listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul and welcome back we're here and we're now um going to go through um Michael, you left off on the resurrection. What, what do we know about that? This is our blessed hope. This is what we're hoping for. This is our, our dream. This is what's coming to us. And all of this life is, can't even be compared to this resurrection. But, the, but we believe in the resurrection of the Bible, or the Bible. <laughs> resurrection of the body. Okay. <laughs> Michelle, would you read... Uh, Luke twenty four thirty nine through forty three. Okay, and then First uh, Corinthians fifteen forty through forty four, if okay. you would. Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as ye see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he shewed them his hands and his feet, and while they yet believed not for joy. And wondered, he said unto them, Have ye here any meat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and of a honeycomb. And he took it and did eat before them. And did you say First Corinthians fifteen forty? Before you go, that that's what we have to look forward to. We're going to have a body like Jesus Christ. We're going to be able to do whatever he's he does. We remember we followed him through his death burial and resurrection 
and we'll have bodies like Christ. We'll be like Christ in our bodies, and they'll be absolutely perfect. And we'll be able to do things that we can't imagine doing. He could walk through walls. He could appear in seconds someplace else. So we have all those things to look forward to, plus all the other things that we've been given. Go ahead and read uh, 1 Corinthians. Things that we can't even imagine. Yeah, we can't even We We can't can't even fathom what it's going to be. How about 1 Corinthians 15, 40 through 44? Okay. There are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial, but the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For one star differeth from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown in national, natural body. It is raised in spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. When we, when we we're citizens of heaven and we will have a spiritual body, a brand new body like Christ and a body that will be able to exist in heaven. Not like the body of the lost. The body of a lost will have a new body that will be able to with that will be able to withstand hell and and in their suffering. Oh, what and what do you mean by that? What do you Means, mean it will withstand? So if they, you mean you're meaning if we're sent there. If 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 you're lost and if you if you deny Christ and you're not a believer. You'll go into the lake of fire, but you'll have to have a body prepared for that fire. And, and of course, you'll be separated from God. That's, that's the second death, is separation from God without hope. Okay. Where are we at here? On 13? 13. All right. We believe in the pre-tribulation rapture. Of the church, the body of Christ. Um, Shall would you read First um, Thessalonians four thirteen through eighteen? But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. And that definitely does. It, I like how, it, how Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18 ends, where it says, 
Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Yeah, all the suffering and stuff we go through is, does not compare to what we have coming. The, the good things that are coming. Paul said this suffering in this world doesn't compare to glory. And we have that promise. And we believe the word of God. We believe what the promises are. And the promises made to Abraham was eternal life. And we're part of that eternal life. Okay, let's go into 14. So you know we did 14. No, we're on 14. Oh, we are? Yes. Okay. On 14, the personal premillennial return of Christ to reign on the earth. Okay, the, the body of Christ, when, when Christ comes to return to the earth to set up his kingdom, that's earthly. We, as the body of Christ, will be already in heaven. So we're not looking for his return. This is Israel's return, the true Israel, the true Israel, the little flock. We'll be in heaven, and we'll be already established in heaven. Could you read, um, it's prophesied in, in uh, Zechariah 14, 4 through 9. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a great valley, and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Ezel. Yea, ye shall flee, like as ye fled from the earthquake in the days of Isaiah, king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints with thee. And it shall come to pass in that day, that the light shall not be clear nor dark, but it shall be one day which shall be known to the Lord, not day nor night, but it shall come to pass that at evening time it shall be light. And it shall be in that day that living waters shall go out from Jerusalem, half of them towards the former sea and half of them towards the hinder sea. In summer and in winter shall it be. And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day shall there be one Lord and his name one. This is earthly. This is the nation of Israel. He's talking about, and it's earthly. He's setting up his kingdom and his uh, preeminence over the earth. Um, how about uh, Revelations 20, 4 through 6? Okay. I have that one here as well. Oh, good. You're ready yeah. for that, huh? And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death had no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. 
and um, the eternal punishment of the unsaved dead. Michelle, would you read um, Revelations uh, 20, 14, and 15? 20, 14? 14 and 15. Okay. Well, I have, um, I have Revelations 14, 11. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll read that one. All right. Um, as we're almost to close. And okay. the smoke of their torment ascended up forever and ever, and they have no rest day nor night who worship the beast and his image and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. And why would someone choose that? We, we do choose, by the way. Whether we want to suffer that or... Okay. So, um, um, when, when, we're, um, when we come back next week, so we'll be here every Tuesday. So, every Tuesday, uh, we um, hope that everybody joins us um, again for Why Paul? And what are we going to talk about um, next week, Michael? Next week is uh, times past, and uh, that's on the the uh, chart, the timeline chart, starting with uh, Abraham, and we'll give the scriptures uh, how God's calling out a nation for His name, calling out a people for His namesake. And so that'll be times past. We'll move in in the future ones into but now and then ages to come. And that's going to uh, uh, bring us on um, that chart. And again, if, um, if anybody wants to have the chart so they can follow along with us, uh, you can go to 14streetministries.com, visit us there. Um, also, we are a um, listener-supported ministry, so you can also make donations at 14streetministries.com and also go to our Facebook page, which is 14 Street Ministries Online Bible Study, and you can see uh, our different Bible studies. We do have them on Sunday mornings as well, and actually on Saturday mornings too, don't you? Yes. You do them both days. Right. And then you'll be able to see those as well. Those will be video that they can see. And, and we look forward to being with everybody next week. And we do thank them for watching or for listening. Yes, definitely. And if and they have any comments, bad or good, send them to us. Or if you want to do a shout out and have a comment, uh, we're, we'll, we look forward to um, and invite anyone to call in. They can call in the station, right? Yes, they can call in and come and talk live on the radio. And it's possible that we could answer them. Yes. <laughs> so. if, we, if we don't know the answer, we will get the answer. We'll get it to you one way or the other. Yes. So but thank you for listening today. You have been listening to Why Paul. Visit us on the web at 14thStreetMinistries.com and please join Michael R. Mix and Michelle Mix again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program.